Hi, hello, my name is Ray, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Rambles. For today's episode, I am stepping out of what I have been doing for, you know, six straight episodes, and I'm going to just deep dive into my personal experience with job hunting post-grad. I say it's just a little bit different simply because I'm purely basing this episode off of what I experienced and what I went through in hopes to relate to some of you, maybe give some tips, tricks, or just some overall advice or a good story time that might resonate that might help anybody who is in a similar situation or was. A couple quick disclaimers before I even begin. My experience will not resonate with everybody. I understand this. Not everybody that listens to this will have had, you know, the same major or the same job endings or graduated in a global pandemic, whichever year it was. That's why I'm just saying that it is my personal experience and I just want to detail it and give whatever I can from it. Another thing I want to say is I'm not telling anybody that there is any right way to participate in this ever-growing and ever-changing job market that we have all found ourselves in. I also know that my audience ranges in age and I will hopefully be posting this on LinkedIn so I'll potentially reach an audience of people that I have previously not so that is very exciting. But overall, again, I just really want to detail what I went through, kind of just give an overall view of how I navigated everything from the perspective of somebody who graduated in the fall of 2020. So for starters, obviously, the job market is a completely different experience now than what it used to be, especially right after graduation. We are now year two, three, whichever way you see into a global pandemic. And while I briefly touch on that, that is not the main focus of this. I really just want to focus on the universal experience of nowadays graduating and having no idea what you're going to do and having no set plan. Obviously, I am very grateful for even having the opportunity to apply to jobs, start my career at an early age, graduate, and being able to learn so much. It really did challenge and change me, and I think that I really started to embrace the entire process near the end of it, so I'm definitely happy about that. So just a brief overview of my background, I graduated a semester early from Penn State with a bachelor's in criminology and legal studies with two minors in psychology and sociology. I really got a broad overview of the social sciences with the added touch of the legal aspect in there because when I was first going into undergrad, I really wanted to go to law school. Obviously that changed and my backup plan was sufficient. This for me was a weird field, even though it was my absolute passion, just because of the law school expectations after I had decided that I wasn't going and I was just going to end with my bachelor's and see where that took me. I realized that a lot of people see any sort of legal on your degree and automatically assume or want you to go to law school. And these are obviously the most popular job types. The law field is saturated with many different types of corporate law, criminal law, personal injury law. There's so many different types. It truly is just the world that we live in and it can kind of get a little overwhelming. Ironically, even though this is the most saturated job type, this is not what I wanted to do. I did not just want to sit in a legal office all day at the front desk, you know, making copies, kind of just doing intake calls, which is ironic because that is part of what I do now. It is not all I do. 
I think the main thing was just that I didn't want to do a lot of admin work, if that makes sense. I feel like that was just the baseline of what I was seeing for a lot of entry-level legal positions. It is a fascinating field, and again, it was my passion to go into this. I don't regret my choice. It was just so hard to start my search of what to do because of how many of these administrative legal assistant positions there are out there. Lo and behold, of course, since I graduated early, the end of college came at me before I knew it. I had still been working an internship with the FAA as a legal assistant in their civil rights department, which was an amazing experience, though it was remote. I had the best time. I even got a little bit of a touch of HR in there, so it really was a great experience in drafting legal proceedings, looking at case files, truly taking charge of projects, and I also had a part-time job at a restaurant as well, so I was a very busy bee, and all of a sudden, I had a degree. I most certainly did not have it together when I graduated. I remember seeing a lot of my peers, even in the spring of 2020, have careers lined up. They had offers from either their internship the previous summer or they had found a job a couple months before and they were ready to dive into it as soon as they graduated. So obviously it was very easy to compare myself to these successful peers and it was just a weird feeling. Graduating in the fall of 2020 was also just a weird experience. That was still when everything was very harshly locked down. We really couldn't go to restaurants. Graduation was obviously off the table. It was just a really odd time. And it was even worse to see like the spring of 2021 graduates, which I would have been, get more of a normal experience, if you could even say that. So it was just kind of this odd in-between feeling. Again, so many people that I knew had jobs before they even graduated. Everything came so fast. I couldn't decide what to do. I didn't even know where to begin. Again, I couldn't figure out how to start looking. The amount of time that I was actually completely unemployed was only about three months. I had stayed working at that restaurant in a management position after I graduated for the next semester over the summer. And then right at the end, as school was picking up, I decided to leave and try to just get my life together and find a job because it wasn't working at that point and I was just feeling very burnt out from applying for months. It did feel a lot longer than these three months looking back. I truly feel like this past fall was the longest, most dragged out period of my life, mainly because it was just so taxing emotionally, I think, at that point. Left and right, people were just getting their jobs. All I could see on my news feeds were success stories and announcements. And while I was so excited for all my friends, especially the ones that were, you know, the same age as me or on the same level as me, it was just difficult to watch while I was applying to so many a day, getting rejected or just not getting answered to. And I really just felt like I was the only one experiencing this. A couple of the reasons why I think I had so much trouble was, for one, we had a really great career services center at my school, but my resume kept getting rejected from the website because of tiny spacing errors or random indents, and I just ultimately stopped trying to send it through because the career coach that was assigned to me just kept nitpicking at it, and I got really frustrated. And my only issue with LinkedIn was that it's just weird to navigate when you've never been on it and no one really taught me what to do. I feel like it just became this big thing in the middle of college where you had to make a LinkedIn profile and this is how you're going to network and find a job, blah, blah, blah. Ironically, I found my job on Indeed. I found my salaried first career position on Indeed and not LinkedIn, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) 
For all of the difficult parts I stumbled across during the process, the first one was, especially in my field, recruiters were only letting people go through after the first round if they had an interest in law school or they designated that they were going to law school in the future. In a few instances, this was not explicitly stated in the job description, and if it was, I really wouldn't apply because I knew that I wasn't going to go to law school and I didn't want to waste these people's time. But when it wasn't explicitly said, it was just frustrating because I feel like they should have just been upfront because that's not necessarily obvious. There was one position with the company that I was really excited about. I felt like the first interview went so well. It was for a legal analyst position. And at the end, after the recruiter let me go through my whole spiel, we finished the interview. She was just like, by the way, like, I'm sorry, but this position is only open for people who are going to law school. And I just couldn't help but wonder why she even bothered to let the interview go. But nonetheless, it was still a great experience. Anyway, the other worst part that I think I hated the most was applying to a job and not even receiving a rejection. I, a hundred times over, would rather receive this rejection than nothing at all. I discussed this in a podcast episode that I titled Rejection Versus Regret. I just think it's so much better if a company is upfront and just says, hey, we're not going to hire you, we're not moving forward, and that's it. I hated being so hyped for jobs, thinking I had a chance, and then like a few weeks would go by, months, and I would just not hear anything. (laughs) So if you are a company listening and you are willing and able, please just send rejection notices. It will save you a lot of hassle, time, and it will just forge better relationships with prospective employees. Something that everybody hates is that entry-level jobs require a lot of experience. I would often, often filter on LinkedIn to the entry-level tab and it would still show me jobs that required like three, four plus years of experience, even specialized experience. I could discuss this in depth forever, but if it is advertised as entry-level, it should literally be entry-level meaning minimal experience, maybe I have an internship, maybe I've worked a part-time job, please be open to interviewing me because I'm a recent grad and I just need an opportunity to break through and shine. And once again, it was just difficult for me to personally look up certain keywords and phrases that would yield what I wanted it to. I was often just reaching with random words like justice, research, analyst, law, legal, laws <laughs> just random things like that so it would either come up with like attorney positions or those legal admin assistant positions I was talking about or if I tried to just search up like nonprofit, if I wanted to work for somewhere like the innocence project it would come up with irrelevant nonprofit. so it was just a really difficult thing to do not understanding the keywords and the buzzwords and the phrases to use for my certain field and I tried looking this up It was just very difficult based on what the market is saturated with. This, I will say, got better the more that I spent searching for jobs on LinkedIn just because I could see the different positions that were listed that were things that I was actually looking for. So I definitely did take note of this. Just at first, it was hard to get the ball rolling. So through all that struggle and strife, I had a lot of firsts that I really enjoyed from the job application experience. The first one is that I actually formally turned down my first job offer ever. They wanted me to move across the country for a salary that just personally was not worth it to me after I crunched the numbers and stayed up all night. This is the experience that led me to 
truly understand my requirements for what I wanted in a career, what I would not settle for, what was actually the best fit for me after weighing the actual job, the perks of it, the people that I interviewed with, where it was, what I would actually be doing. And I did realize that this was just a really good stepping stone for me to understand what I was worth as an employee and what I valued on my end. Another thing I really enjoyed was that I made it to the final round for what I would consider a dream job. This was something that I honestly forgot I had applied to and I only did because they listed in the job description, even if you think you're underqualified, you should still send your resume and we will still look over it. And so I did, even though it was literally listed for like 80 to 100k, it was something that was very heavy like government engagement in a nonprofit that was like really important to me and something that really spoke to me. I'll actually just say it cuz I'm really just I love this company and I was so excited for it. It was for a company called Recidivist. They're trying to compile a master database and list of crime data and incarceration data all across states because that's not uniform right now and it's something that really hinders change and growth within the justice system especially because we can't really see trends and things that we should be doing to actually push reform if we can't read the data properly so they're really trying to combat this by compiling this giant data set with new software new technology it's fascinating it's amazing and i was just honored to even be considered for the job i remember getting the message on linkedin from the recruiter who asked for a cover letter and work samples and i was just shaking i think i gave my cover letter i wrote it for days and days and days i was fretting over what work samples to do but i settled on the best ones that i did and i made it through unfortunately of course they chose a different candidate and i was heartbroken i saw the email in the parking lot of the gym that morning but i honestly did not feel so horrible about it i was just so excited to be considered for it it made me realize that i was not asking for too much and that it was possible for me to even be in positions like this and that i should be way more confident when applying to different jobs with that being said i also just in general gained so much interview experience during my job search in the past, I used to get offered the first or second job that I interviewed for, even with my internships. Um, my internship with the FAA was actually the second one to reach out to me after my first one was canceled due to COVID. So I accepted both of those right off the rip and they were the only two that I interviewed with. So obviously now going through multiple different interview processes and ones that had, you know, two, three, four stages even, I feel very adept at multiple round interviews now. I'm confident in what I want and expect and what I should ask for. It really taught me a lot. I heard so many different questions that I never knew. I was constantly upping my game and my tell me about yourself answer or what situation I would say to this question. I'm just an organized person in general, so what's funny was that I had a giant Google Doc on my computer for these months with just like the company background, research I did about the company, all of the prelim questions I thought they would ask, my specific answers that I might say, different scenarios, and all of that. And it just ended up being like pages and pages long. But it really did help me compartmentalize my experience and truly understand how to sell and market myself in the best way possible. I just, I found so many positions I never knew existed, which was really exciting because now I know like maybe what I would want to look for in the future. 
and what I would want to apply for and be working towards and getting experience in. And I also just made so many connections with recruiters, employees, and high-level executives in great companies. A lot of the best recruiters and employers that I ended up working with, if they rejected me for some reason or I was just not what they were looking for or again like if I was not going to law school and they wanted me to they still would say hey maybe I'll have a position open up for you feel free to add me on LinkedIn and I will message you and now I have that connection for my next job transition or switch. The main things that I want to talk about that I learned before I say this first I am in a position that I am happy with and I am excited about It did take me a while to find this position, obviously, but it is just a good fit for me at this point in time. It's teaching me a lot. It's very well-rounded, and there's a lot of aspects to it that I can continue to learn and enjoy. It's not just within a legal office. I'm also doing some marketing and some tech stuff and some data entry. Like I'm just branching out slowly as I'm learning more of the job, which is really exciting. And obviously, it is my first job in my career path. So it is growing my confidence and helping me to become the professional that I always wanted to be. This was just overall a very long process, but I did enjoy every minute. I personally think that there is something to learn and gain with every single part of the job search. It's also just important for both personal and professional growth, even if it is a struggle. There were often times when I would wake up and just dread having to log in on LinkedIn again and apply to all these jobs for hours and seeing that maybe somebody downloaded my resume or somebody emailed me and then just like not hearing back or being chosen for an interview and just not having it go well. But I really think that everyone is on their path and it is really hard to see people being so successful when you want to be up there with them and you do want to feel happy for them and congratulate them but then you're still stuck in being a little upset for yourself which is completely normal and I went through it for the months that I was unemployed like I was so excited to see all my friends moving to these new cities and finding these new jobs and I just couldn't help but feel a little left out but I do also think that finding the best fit especially in your very first position is really important I got tired of the narrative that you should just settle right off the bat, take the first job that you get, a job is a job, experience is experience. I think that is true in some like positive ways. Like for me, being a manager at a restaurant, that is an instance of like experience is experience. Like I had experience in leadership. I put that on my resume, even though it's not really like my career path, it was still important for me to work in that position. But I also think that I shouldn't have settled for the first position that I was offered, which I didn't for many reasons, and it worked out great for me. I learned that I don't have to settle for less, and I encourage others to not settle for less than you deserve, but to also manage your expectations. I presently know a few people in the engineering industry because my father's an engineer and I'm friends with a lot of his coworkers. There are a lot of them that are right out of college that are just like, aching to be in management positions right off the rip and they just think that they should be or that they should switch careers if the current company is not offering them you know a level three four promotion within the first year i think it is great to strive for these high powered and high paying positions right out of college but just the normal regular college grad that's probably not going to happen and that's not a bad thing 
you can work your way up to it. I'm just saying you should not expect to be making like 200k your first job. And if you do, that's great. And you manage that expectation and now it's like this big success that you did. But if you didn't, you're not extremely disappointed and you can still move on and grow from it. Another aside that I want to mention is I also dealt with companies that weren't supportive or turned me off right off the bat. For example, I withdrew my candidacy early from a certain very high up company and I've never had to do that before. I just got a really bad feeling during my second round interview when I had asked, you know, should I bring up the fact that I may want to go to grad school this fall, next year? How do I manage that? And the recruiter just very boldly told me, do not bring that up. They will not offer you a job if they think that you are going to go to grad school. They want you to be committed to the job full time. And it was just, it came across very aggressive, very harsh. I just felt so unsupportive. And it was just weird to me that they had said that before I had even had like my final panel interview. And I didn't like that. So I took myself out of that candidacy and I do not regret it for one second. I'm now with a company that if I were to say I'm going to grad school tomorrow, they would be like, amazing. You can still continue to work and we support you in your endeavors and would show their support for me. I, like many people, also would love, absolutely love, to not have to work traditionally the nine to five, the hustle, the grind life. I would love to not have to do that forever, but right now it is important. It's just the norm. It's the society we live in. It is good and it is honestly something that I didn't think that I would enjoy so much, but I'm actually having a grand old time with it, especially the fact that I work remote. I have the flexibility to travel if needed. I have the flexibility to be able to go to the office if needed, but for now, it is just something that is important to me. Having this job will teach me a lot and ground me, especially if I'm going to head into grad school in the fall. I am also like many people who are fresh out of college or even later in life. I'm still figuring out who I am, what truly makes me passionate, what drives me, what I want to do in the future, what's kind of my end game besides retiring and not working. So this is just the best case scenario for me right now. And I would just like to be a sort of success story for the nine to five because I know there's a lot of discourse about it on social media nowadays. But I'm just here to tell you like being career focused and career minded is not a bad thing. And I think it is wonderful. Overall, some concluding thoughts. The job hunt is inevitable for most people. If you are in college and you are working towards your career, you're probably going to have to job hunt for more than a couple weeks. Some people just get really lucky. Some of these people have really great connections or just end up with an amazing offer right off the rip. First job, it's theirs. I'm just saying for the majority of people, the job hunt will take a month, two, maybe a few, maybe a while. Who knows? But in general, it doesn't matter what path you end up taking. If it involves work, the job seeking process can be tedious and even discouraging. If you're not a celebrity or you're not working on your own time or you don't run your own business and your career is in the hands of somebody else, it can definitely feel defeating. But I personally don't think you should give up just yet. I was definitely on the verge of just taking a break and just taking like a big gap year. I was already halfway there anyway. 
but keep trying keep editing that resume keep reaching out to people oftentimes i would go on linkedin and just add a bunch of people so i think more than half of my connections are random people that i have just added from my mutual friends and my chain of networks and that is how you just have to build it up also don't limit yourself to linkedin i know i just kind of talked about linkedin but that's where i was living for months so as i said i got my job on indeed indeed is legit i've gotten a lot of great jobs on indeed throughout the years and i found a salary job there so don't knock it don't knock looking at certain companies websites and just applying through there because sometimes they have positions that aren't listed on third-party platforms just don't be afraid to look and don't be afraid to apply to positions that you might feel underqualified for and whatnot Overall, I just really wanted to talk about my personal experience with the job hunt and how it affected me and where I am now. If this was completely unrelatable to you, I hope you still found usefulness in the lessons or the things that I may have learned or picked up since a lot of those could apply elsewhere. And maybe a lot of you that are listening won't be sitting in the same position for the next, you know, two, three, five, ten years. So, This is something that I hope could benefit everybody and at the very least just make you feel not so alone. Especially if you are a recent grad or just lost in the world of careers and having to choose a job, I want you to know that you are not alone and that there are so many resources nowadays that can help steer you in the right direction. A little Google goes a long way and that's literally what saved me. But anyway, I think that is all that I had to talk about for this week's episode. If you have any input, again, I will probably be posting this on LinkedIn, so feel free to comment in that section or I will open up a little comment box on Spotify for any input or anything that you think I may have missed or should touch on in like a future episode. But that is all I have for this week's episode of Ray's Rambles. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you in my next one.